Michael was created by a perfect alignment of interior and exterior factors gone violently wrong. A perfect storm, if you will. Welcome to the channel, ladies and gentlemen, Coriander Killian. Now we have reached Rob Zombie's Halloween from 2007. All right. Yeah. Let the controversy begin. How's it going? <laughs> Good. Good. How are you? I'm ready to go, man. This is going to be interesting uh, to see what we think of this movie. Um, let's see who we got in the chat, and then we'll uh, get you guys a quick tape. Uh, let's see. Cheers to fears is in the chat saying I'm excited to hear this discussion. It's a it's a hotly debated topic. That's for sure. That <laughs> is true. Very true. Yeah. Um, Eric's in the chat saying this stream is going to be an interesting one. Fingers crossed. Not all bad thoughts. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Side note, Knight. I sent you the trailer to the <laughs> the Rocky versus Drago. Messenger, if you haven't watched it, dude. Okay, let's get back to Halloween. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was thinking about uh, doing something with that. Uh, Jake's in the chat saying, hey, all love Rob's Halloween. Going to be an awesome episode. All right, man. Welcome. Uh, Tyler Maine is my favorite incarnation of Michael, hands down. Yeah. Um, and let's see, Cryptomeria is in the chat, saying totally off topic, but happy Truth and Reconciliation Day to Canadians. I am way too emotional to watch right now, but look forward to the to the review in the future. Oh, okay. Well, hey, thank you so much for stopping by. We appreciate it. Definitely, yeah. definitely. And we'll catch you. We'll catch you when you come back. Uh, Strange monkeys in the chat say, "Hey, everyone, I've been looking forward to this." <laughs> yeah, you have. <laughs> and Crypt is saying big hugs and awesome channel. Thank you so much. We uh, appreciate that. Right? Really, really do. And we almost are have embarked on our one year anniversary on YouTube. So that's pretty cool too. Thank you so yeah. much. We appreciate that. Okay. So real, let's just take a quick take. I'll start with you, Kill, and then we'll go to Coriander. What's your quick take on this movie, man? Okay, look. I really like this movie a lot. And if you like your your Michael Myers supersized, Tyler Maine yeah. has you, man. And hey, do you like a good looking mask? Rob Zombie, he got you. He got yeah. you. All right. So, 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 so you know, hey, hey, hey. I know it's it, it, it's debated on if this is good or bad, but those two aspects right there started on a good foot. So, okay. All right. How about you, Coriander? You know, I enjoyed this movie, but there was a couple things that just, yeah, didn't really click. 
All right. Okay. Uh, and real quick, we've got Dan's in the chat saying hello again, and everyone in the zone. Hey. Hello. <laughs> Triv's in the theater saying, I like myself a good looking mask. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's saying, are you guys talking theatrical or director's cut tonight? Uh, I've seen both. Um, I'll, I'll talk about some points from both. Um, and I'll, I'll leave, you know, it up to kill which one he does. Uh, and we got Collector Man in the chat. What's up, Tristan? Saying hello, Knight, Killian, and Coriander. Hey. Congrat congratulations on his contest, uh, which we put our entry in yesterday. Uh, really cool yeah. dude. Everyone who's in the chat, if you have not checked out Tristan's channel, please do. Please do. Uh, DMC saying, hey, guys, never seen this. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm. Well, this is going to be interesting. Um, my quick yeah. take on it before we get going is... And Kill, we saw this in the theater together back in the day. Um, yeah, this is a, this is a this is a great slasher movie. Um, I think that there were a lot of interesting things that Rob Zombie did with this movie. There were some things that were a little bit, um, you know, a little bit to the left for me. Uh, we'll get into those things. Overall, it's a really it's a really it's a decent movie. It's really good, um, yeah. and it's one of the best sequels in a long time in this franchise, as far as yeah. if I rate them side by side. So. All right, guys, we're going to get finished getting set up. So for you guys in the chat, for you guys watching the replay, sit back, relax. You know what time it is. over now. You're wrong. I'm a man of my word. Hey. Yeah. 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 Dead or alive, consider this home No killing the vibe in the night watch zone Xenomorphs hype when the lights come on Hit like and subscribe and the show might blow Go viral, no COVID, it's a spiral Emotions, hand on the Bible Only go sign in the dopest survivals Better tune in, yeah, you know it's vital From Schwarzenegger to Kane Hodder Corey G down to Harry Potter Shit, Sigourney Weaver love the night watch zone Come with me to the night watch zone Night watch zone All right Okay, let's get down to this thing, man. Uh, Kill, let's start with you. Give me your opening thoughts on this movie because it definitely had a different take than the original. Yeah, it, it, it did. And and I think that was a good move. Uh, and I love that poster. I own, used to own that poster. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Scared plenty of people with that. Um, but I, I, you know, I'm a fan of Rob Zombie. Uh, you know, I enjoy his music, and I felt you know him coming in as a director was a perfect fit. Now, with that being said, there are Rob Zombie isms in yeah. his movie. One Please. ism, he's going to have his wife in there, and she's 
probably going to be a stripper of some sort in it. Don't ask me why, <laughs> but you're probably going to see her nude in some form or fashion. Okay, lovely woman, you know, Sherry Moon Zombie, good stuff. Uh, you're going to have really screwed up family dynamics <laughs> going on in here. And it, it, oh, there's there's my boy. It was Robert William Forsyth. William Forsyth, you know, and, and I'm sorry. It must have just been... He was ad-libbing, like, just say the most raunchy <laughs> stuff you can, you know, call call Sherry Moon Zombie a bitch and tell her, you know, twist yeah. on this and, you know, yada, yada. Um, right. So messed up family dynamics. But you're also going to get some great visceral, like, just angry violence. And for a slasher, that's kind of what I want to see. You know, for Michael Myers to be reinvented in this remake, you know, to be a lot more cerebral, you know, because we see a lot of young Michael and and kind of what he went through. And I actually appreciated it in this movie uh, because it really gave more layers to Michael and his upbringing. So, you know, that's all I'm going to say for now because I know this one is very polarizing. Yeah. You either really like yeah. it a lot or you hate it. There's really no middle ground. So, but that's my okay. two cents. Uh, Trip is saying, uh, good, look, good looking intro as always. Uh, thanks a lot, Trip. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, Tristan was saying, I like the fact that we see more of the young Michael Myers but I think too much of his backstory was explained. I prefer it to be a mystery as to why he kills. I hear you, man. I hear you. Jake saying, I just recently found out that the actress that played Judith was young Jenny in Forrest Gump and the scene where Michael's slashing her all I could think about was screaming, run, Jenny, run. <laughs> That's a good one, man. Uh, JML is in the chat. Welcome, welcome. How are you doing? Saying, uh, hey, yo, you guys are totally awesome. Zombie has the edge in the female hotness factor and mask. But other than that, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, Eric saying, I actually really like the backstory of young Michael. Made it different and somewhat realistic the way seri serial killers can start. Yeah. yeah. No, you know what? Started, Let me just... That's true. That, they're very true. Uh, Slasher Fred's in the chat too, saying if you guys ever see the remake of Psycho, Rob Zombie's song "Living Dead Girl" is in that movie. Mm. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. But Coriander, what, what were you thinking of the beginning with the family dynamic and seeing, you know, Michael and uh, how he was being treated and dealt with things in school and all of that? Yeah, you know the way <laughs> that Rob wrote. Michael's character, it kind of, you know, took the concept of the pure evil kind of right out of the equation, which for me in the original is what I kind of enjoyed. You know, it made it more scarier. Like this movie, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy this movie, I did, but it wasn't scary. I mean, it, it didn't have the scare factor like the original had. And I'm saying I love Tyler Mayne as Michael. I agree. He was like, he's like one of my favorites. But right. yeah, I just and I I don't mind that this is different. That yep, they took that direction, but it just I don't know the whole pure evil just you know because now you see that yeah his family was fucked up, so I can see why right. he was so demented and yeah why he was yeah. like that you know versus I mean 
in the original, yeah, go ahead. It's just you know, go ahead. Well, no, I was just I was just gonna say I I, I kind of go both ways with it because I think it was interesting to see those things to see his 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 early days with Loomis and how their relationship changed over the years because it brought backstory to it, right? And right. I think that was interesting, but did I need it? versus what I already had from the original, not necessarily. And I do think it changed the mythology a bit as far as his his scary factor. You know what I'm saying? In other words, it, it, it's like it's like a catch-22. You know, you get some interesting stuff and it's enjoyable, but it's like, do you really need it versus what you already had of the character? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. If, does that make sense, Kill? Because we've talked about this many yeah. times. We even did an episode about it on the old channel. Um, yeah. So what do you think about that, the, 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 the concept, one versus the other? The dark and the unknown is always more scarier, you know. And, and the like, Cori, I agree with Coriander, you know, like the original, it was so much unknown as why is he doing this? Why is he just killing his sister? You know, what, what, what was the trigger? So that's scary. That's truly scary. But then when you shine right. a light on things and essentially the light being Rob Zombie fleshing the character out, showing us more of him as a child, showing his stepdad calling him all types of, you know, just just yeah. discouraging names and so forth. And the kids bullying him and then how he takes it out on animals and how he finally steps up from animals to, OK, I'm, I'm, I'm going to kill this bully and now I'm going to kill my entire family. So the escalation is like kind of drastic once he gets a taste for killing humans um but but i agree with you when you have too much information about Mm -hmm. the unknown then it's not unknown and it's not scary anymore you know so it is a catch-22 you know more but you're less afraid of it right right and 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 i also do have a side-by-side comparison of one of the famous scenes uh you know from these two movies and i think it also is about tension and atmosphere you know what i'm saying like this movie had a lot of things going on and it's a great slasher in the sense of the violence and even the gore and so forth but it's almost like it's so much coming at you you're a little desensitized from it and you don't have as much character buildup in the second half of the movie yeah. i think the first half of the like movie they is built the michael's part. character yeah yes. they built his character mm-hmm. up so much where versus the yeah. other characters you didn't get shit. so yeah right yeah and i think that that's and i think that's one one thing that i i do have a little bit of issue with because when i think of the original movie michael shadows over it you know but within that shadow you had a very strong performance by the uh, great late great donald pleasance and you also had laurie strode's character being really fleshed out plus linda and nancy so when things started happening you at least for me i was much more invested in you know their fates whereas in this one we spent 45 i think it was 48 minutes or so with the um you know the michael you know beginning story and then of course he escapes and then it's basically kind of like a remake of the original with some some changes some of them are nice changes but i didn't feel as connected to laurie and linda and nancy um, and even Loomis in the second half of the movie, I think, is 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 weaker 
than in the beginning of the movie. I think the first half of the movie, um, Roddy McDowell is, is is amazing as Loomis. Not as not as good as Donald Pleasance, but he was playing it a little bit different. But he did have some nice moments, especially with Michael um, when he first met him and, and working with him and stuff like that. Um, real quick too, we got Stevens in the chat saying the backstory also took away from his mystique. Good point. Good point. Tristan was saying, I love the fact that Daniel Harris was brought back into the series. I was too, man. And I wish they gave her a little bit more to do, but it was nice to see her. And she was able to survive. Spoilers. Um, Steven saying, you hit the nail on the head night. Bingo. Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, Eric saying, it could have been worse. We could have had the return of the Cult of Thorn making him do what he does. Uh, <laughs> yes, Jesus. Kill That's for true. him. That's true. <laughs> Uh, Eric saying, I get people being less afraid due to this new backstory, but when it's Tyler Maine as Michael, you're afraid. Yeah, but 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 here's one thing too. Here's one thing too. I mean, let me address that. Because yes, you know, he was violent and I liked him in the role. And he's a pretty cool guy. I've seen interviews with him and everything. But god damn it, if you're six foot eight, you better be pretty violent. When I see a normal size man like Nick Castle or in the new iterations, um, you know, with um, uh, that actor, it's like to me that's kind of scary because that's just a normal man, but he's he's this this monster that seemingly can't be stopped, and he has this this type of strength that he, he shouldn't really have as a normal sized guy. So that's how I look at it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And again, with this movie, you know, the violence, and especially in the next movie, I don't want to jump ahead, but the violence is so amped up. But we're not getting as much, you know, backstory. Simply as a slasher with the gore and violence, it's great. I love it. That's it's great. But to me, movies or at least horror movies that that give you a bit more and you connect to stronger, those last longer. You know, they stay, they stay special for a longer period of time. They can stand yeah. the test of time better. Um, so real quick, let's talk about the, the rest of the story a little bit. He obviously has the scene where he kills Judith. That scene is is drawn out a lot more there was some nice aspects to it but again judith is slapping him in the face and, you know what the fuck are you doing is that you know like you were saying kill these rob zombie isms what were you thinking about that and and then of course once he you know is in the institution at smith's grove with loomis well you know it, it, just that whole scenario of when he is at, down in the living room and he kills his stepdad you know <laughs> And then he just, you know, goes upstairs or goes into the kitchen, beats the mm -hmm. boyfriend across the head with the aluminum bat, takes him out, yeah. then mm -hmm. makes his way upstairs. And, and yeah, I mean, the the child actor portraying Michael is so expressive with his eyes. And you yeah. showed one of the images where he's like looking like straight at the camera and Dr. Loomis even used that image for his books. Yeah, it, 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 there's no soul there. Like, like right. it, it, he, there's nothing there. And right. and I and I, I will say this, when and I totally forgot he did this, but you know that scene where he you know starts to to kill his sister and he puts the proper you know Michael Myers mask on. At first mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I totally forgot that he did that. But even though he's a little kid, that scene where he's walking down the hallway and the way that he it's shot. Michael. He walked like Michael, and I'll be yeah. damned if that didn't look scary. 
now whether it was the mm-hmm. mask or the way rob and the cinematography you know shot it with him kind of walking in and out of the darkness and just stalking her just slowly as she's bleeding right. out and just you know stumbling away it was scary uh yeah, so this yeah, whole this whole scene this kill house pretty much of young michael just you know taking out his family proper and her boyfriend it it was yeah. it, it was intense it was intense and 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 i think rob really wanted people the audience to feel it because that's one thing yeah. i could say about it i can't really say it's better than the original sequence you know because it's it's different but you yeah. can feel the violence in it you know and right. it's just like you know it's it's palpable you know so right uh tristan saying malcolm mcdowell is undoubtedly a legend that is true but can he fill the shoes of Donald Pleasance? In my opinion, no. no. You you are correct. <laughs> you are no one correct. can. No one can. Um, go home, Michael. Go home. Uh, Strange monkey <laughs> saying I was okay with Michael's backstory and what made him go crazy. It was simple and less complicated when you compare it to the curse of Michael Myers. Well, that now look, man. <laughs> we, can't, we can't compare nothing to the curse. No, I'm just joking. I'm just playing with you. But no, I agree with you. I agree. Uh, Patrick's in the chat saying, hey, Knight, Coriander, Killian, and Jerry. What's going on, Patrick? Hey. Nice to see you. Uh, JML saying, zombies opening scene dialogue was more brutal than any of the kills. Hmm. Yeah. yeah I hear you. Yeah. I'm good. Uh, what makes the boyfriend kill brutal is that it's basically off screen. We see the bat swinging towards the ground and Michael grunting, and then we hear him drop the aluminum bat on the floor. Yeah, it was it was damn brutal. I will give it that. Uh, yeah. We got Ben. Ben's in the chat. Saying, I am the Nightwatch Zone. And Patrick's <laughs> yeah, the... yeah, okay. You guys know the tagline. <laughs> but you are, though. You guys are. You really are. But Coriander, once, once he's at Smith's Grove, this is the part where I think Sherry Moon Zombie and Roddy McDowell, I think they had their Malcolm. Best... I'm sorry, yeah. Why are you saying Roddy? Malcolm McDowell, I'm sorry. They have their best performances um, and also some of the best scenes. Um, what, what did you think about those scenes? Oh, yeah. I mean, I totally agree with that. You can, you could, you know, see your pain. You know, and you you could you, you know this is where you could kind of feel for these characters in this scene because mm-hmm. yeah, they're you had their tender moments and like like when we were talking about it, watching it, you know, she's not no one's yelling, no one's calling right. each other names, a, and you know, yes, so it, it it made it you know seem real. You know, I'm not saying that mm-hmm. that that doesn't happen, but I mean, come on. Anyway, I, I thought, yeah, all these scenes were, I, I didn't mind these scenes at all, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, I agree, man, because, I mean, and Kill, you can jump in or anyone in the chat, but I mean, look, we know there's people that are very um, brash in the world, so to speak, and all that, but right. not every single goddamn person, excuse my language, you know, I mean, like everyone at Smith's Grove, except for Danny Trejo, um, Loomis and obviously uh, Sherry Moon visiting. Everybody else was an asshole. You know, you had that yeah, scene with uh, Sybil Danning, and she's literally just saying, you know, uh, looking at that picture of um, Michael and uh, Laurie, saying, "Oh, cute sister, cute little baby." You know, couldn't be related to you. And of course, 
he kills her. It's like everybody's an ass. You have that infamous yeah. rape scene, which was so vile. It's like, you know, do we really need that in this movie? You know, I, I don't know. That's just me. What do you think, Hill? Once again, you know, like I stated earlier, it's those those zombie isms, man. Like mm-hmm. he he's he's not subtle <laughs> with right. with with this stuff. I mean, he will put it out there, and right, right, you know, right. like and if you've ever seen any of his movies, you know, House of a Thousand Corpses, you know, <laughs> any of these movies, yeah. you know that screwed up family dynamics, gratuitous violence, sex, nudity. You know, Thank drugs you. and rock and roll. Right. Yeah, a little bit of that. Yeah, that's that. It could all be in there. Um, did I need all of that? No, no, I didn't. And you know, when it comes to Michael Myers, I think your average Michael Myers fan would say the same thing. I don't need all of that because I love this franchise. I love the original. Right. But right. You know, you, you, one thing I think we all have to, and you know, guys in the audience, please, you know, chime in too. The one thing we have to remember is. These remakes aren't necessarily made for Knight, Killian, Coriander, you know, Eric, all of us. It's also made for these new, younger, you know, uh, uh, horror fans that may not have seen the original original version. Or they might be the type of viewer that's like, oh, well, that movie's too old, even though I hear it's good. I don't like right. to watch old stuff. So this could be their first you know halloween experience and if that's any of you guys out there i would love to know your opinion because if this is your first taste of halloween or at least the first proper halloween movie you actually have a very interesting out outlook on this because you know like knight just said (laughs) the zombie isms are very different from the original Um, Steven was saying I'm just thankful the Rob Zombie experiment ended after two wretched films I'm thankful that (laughs) David Gordon Green I'm thankful that David Gordon Green is at the helm for this current trilogy All right, I hear you I hear you man Um, let's see Jake was saying I thought the scene where Michael killed the nurse was brutal stabbing her in the neck with a fork that was really creative but extremely brutal Mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh, Eric saying, I love the unkempt look of a younger Loomis, the messy hair. He kind of looks like a bum. McDowell was so good at making Loomis his own. He was. And, I, you know, and I think he made the right choice. There was no way he was going to do what Donald did. And I think it was yeah. interesting. The only thing that I the only problem with him as a character is it seemed like in the second half, he I just didn't connect with him as much. He wasn't as as big a part of, of, of the story. Um, and, I, and I know they had to give time to Laurie and, and Nancy and Linda. So I, I just think that the timing, maybe they should have made, instead of 48 minutes of, of the beginnings of Michael, maybe cut that down to maybe 35 or something like that. Then give a little bit more of that extra 15 minutes to Loomis, Laurie, Nancy, and Linda. And then things would have like maybe hit home a little bit better for me. But, um, but yeah, no, he did a great job with Loomis. I, I really think so. Um, let's see. Slash Fred saying there seems to be many remakes of classic John Carpenter movies, The Fog and Assault in Precinct 13. Yeah, man. I mean, he's just had a lot of great movies. He really has. Um, but they once did a we remake of that, Assault on yeah. Precinct 13. Oh, yeah. 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 Nice. I love the um, original when we just saw that. I'm sorry. We Go did. Ahead. <laughs> All right. So, The Escape. Let's get to The Escape. He gets out of Smith's Grove. 
And then basically that's when we get introduced to Laurie. So again, we're talking about 50 minutes into the movie. Coriander, what were you thinking of Laurie, Linda, and Nancy and how this part of the movie started to shape up Dee Wallace playing Laurie's mother? So that was kind of cool too. Yeah, I mean, this part, one thing I did like in this part was how Michael was walking instead of driving in a car, like the whole Mm -hmm. time. So Mm -hmm. I thought that was pretty cool, especially when, you know, like when she finally got home and was helping her mom set up that skeleton and you could see Michael, like he was so many feet, you know, yards away from her. And yeah, that was like, that had, that was a creepy moment. But yeah, yeah I there thought was some this creepy was a pretty good scene. Yeah, you know, because you kind of saw them interact with each other a little more and you could see how their friendship is. And yeah, you know, it was, it, I, I thought these scenes were good. How about you, Kill? What did you think of, of, of the trio in, 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 in comparison or, or what have you? I thought this was a really cool picture that the... Uh, the, the newer ladies did pay, paying homage to the OG. What do you, you think of these guys? Yeah, I, I, I didn't have an issue with them. I guess the, the one issue I, I did have, and Coriander kind of you know spoke on it a little bit, is the development of the characters. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, be, yeah. and, and you said it too, Knight, because you know you have 48 minutes of dealing with young Michael Michael Myers, and then the rest of the movie, Loomis for me is a little weaker because. He doesn't. He doesn't feel as much like the hype man he was of Michael in the uh, right. original, you know. And and the latter part of his character arc did seem a little weaker. Uh, the same thing with the 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 young ladies. For some reason, I personally just didn't feel connected to them as much as mm-hmm. you know, especially Laurie in the first movie. Now, I don't know mm-hmm. if that's just me or if it's just the kind of the way the movie was directed or the flow of it, but it, it feels like in this movie, they they flush out the characters so much that, you know, so much of the pie is going into different directions that overall you don't get to really enjoy any one performance or really right. care about any one character in particular, you know, other than maybe Lori, you know, but... Yeah, I, I didn't mind the actresses, and I love that Danielle Harris was back. She's always amazing and awesome. And right. yeah, I, I I I liked it. I I enjoyed the flow of the movie, and to me, the movie at this point it, it does start to slow down just a little bit. But overall, you know, once we get past all the origin stuff of Young Mike, the pacing I felt was pretty good, especially with Tyler, like Coriander was saying, stalking them and walking and them you know kind of addressing him in the middle of the street like hey pervert what are you doing you know and he's just like you know just you know this seven foot eight foot guy you know is just is just standing across the street at you just looking at you and walking and mm-hmm. you know so yeah, no, one, no one's gonna see that no um, <laughs> real, real quick uh, Eric was saying, uh, can't forget Michael versus Joe Grizzly, Ken Free with his Rambo knife. That's right. I'm Joe oh. Grizzly, bitch. <laughs> I love that scene. Ken Foray is so awesome, man. I love it. He gets out of his truck. He's like, he's like, Grizzly's back in town. Who's got the Cracker Jacks? <laughs> you know? So I loved, awesome. I loved, I loved his hair. <laughs> that oh, hair, man. <laughs> yes, yes. 
Uh, ben was saying he actually just watched Assault and Precinct 13 for the first time this year. Woo! Wow! Yeah. All right. Nice. It's a great movie. It was so good. Yeah. yeah, we're we're hoping to do that soon for an episode. Um, Stephen was saying, could not agree more, Killian. It is hard to care about these characters, unlike most uh, of the other sequels. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Jake saying, I loved his take on Village of the Dam. Watch bits of the thing, but didn't finish it, so need to find it and watch it. Yes, you need to finish the thing. Yeah, that's, that's priority. That's priority. <laughs> um, but I also enjoyed um, Brad Dourif uh, as, as Sheriff Brackett. I thought yeah. he was very good. But I will say, he was even better in part two because they gave him more to do in part two. Um, I think one thing, and to piggyback off of what you guys were saying and what you just said, Kill, there were so many characters, right? You had the cast of crew from Rob Zombie movies. You had Sid, Sid Haig who came in there. You had Dee Wallace. They had to put some stuff in there for her. Um, obviously, the Danny Trejo thing. Um, you know, just person after person. You even had in in cutscenes. You had um, Tom Tolls. You had um, Oh my God! You had some other people too. Gosh, Bill Mosley. You had some other. Yes, you had Bill Mosley. Um, so, anyway, and those were cutscenes, right? So it was almost like, and these are great actors, and they 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 are great in their characters, but just so many things you're trying to do, and you already spent 48 minutes with young Michael. You don't have enough time. This movie, um, it runs what two hours, and you just I, I, like i said i just wish they had maybe taken away maybe you know 12 or 15 minutes of the young michael part cut that down a little bit and give more to the other characters I think take it, cut a little towards the end not so much yeah. the young michael part but even maybe towards yeah because i thought at some points at the end it kind of dragged yeah there was kind of like two chases with laurie which you know yeah. kind of is what it is um let's see Tristan was saying, Scout was good as Laurie. I was definitely not as invested in her as I was when Jamie played her. At least she showed some emotion, unlike other actresses in another remake that was worse than this one. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> good, good point. Um, Eric saying, agreed. Dorif was good here. He was great in H2, but we'll get there. Absolutely. He was amazing. He was one of the best parts of H2 to me. I absolutely loved him in that movie. Um, but, you know, we, we know the players. We know what's going on. Michael's coming there. Uh, Laurie's babysitting. A lot of things are happening like it happened in the first movie, Kill. What were some of the things that stood out to you at this point before Michael got to Laurie? You know, obviously he attacks Nancy and obviously the scene with Linda. So anything that's standing out for you at that point? Um, well, you know, I, I can't sit and say there was one thing in particular, but I, when I look at Tyler Maine and his portrayal of Michael, it, for me, I think a Kane Hodder with his portrayal of like you know jason the 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 body language the mannerisms the the head tilting the you know just the just the walking in his gait and when he's you know killing uh you know the laurie's friends off especially the the friend who her and her boyfriend were you know in the bedroom and so forth and he you know he puts the the sheet over him yeah you know i love that sequence but the thing about it is, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know how exactly how tall her boyfriend was. Come on, 
you know that this giant person under the sheet is not your boyfriend and right you know come on <laughs> right 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 but yeah, I agree. but just seeing the way that like tyler would stalk them and just once again and i know i sound like a broken record but it's rob zombie and it's visceral and it's violent just the manner of like when he's killing him when full-grown michael you know tyler mm -hmm. when he is doing his kills it's just something that's just so I don't want to say the word realistic feeling, but it's mm -hmm. just something that's just so visceral and violent and just, 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 just hard, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and yeah. that's one thing that I got and no disrespect to the original, you know, um, Halloween Nick movie. Castle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Nick Castle and his original portrayal, you know, no offense to that, but this is a newer version it's it's made for a different audience and you have a different visionary you know rob zombie and that's just one thing i noticed that once full grown michael started doing his kills it was just you know snapping a neck or just ripping this and yeah. just i mean he was just just <laughs> yeah the kill uh when he when he killed d wallace that was pretty brutal it, exactly yes yeah. yes yeah, pretty brutal um, so yes. I agree with you on that. Uh, Coriander, what about you? Any any parts of that that stood out to you as far as um, before he actually gets to Laurie, whether it be, you know, him going against Daniel Harris or the Linda scene like Killian was talking about? Uh, <clears throat> no, like, like with Killian, nothing really stuck out with me either, you know. But now is that is, know, is that is that in a good way or in a way where it's like it just wasn't connecting with you as much? No, you know, it, like I said, there's so different. There's there are two different movies. You know, the original didn't need you know Michael to be so violent and gory. You know, and mm -hmm. and it still was a lot. You know, at least it was scarier to me. You know, where this, yeah. I'm I'm one who loves the gore, and I love the brutality of you know of shit like this. But you know, it, I don't know. It, it could have been even maybe a little more brutal, you know, since they're going that that way. I mean, with Danielle, yeah, you didn't even see her get stabbed, you know. Right. So yeah. and I don't know, you know, I don't know. It, 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 I enjoyed it. So let me just say that it was good, but you know. I don't know. Okay. It is what it is. Eric's saying the jump scare when he comes out of nowhere and slices D. Wallace's husband while just walking up to the house. Wow. Yeah, that, that was a good, a good one. one. Yeah. That might have been one of the best ones in the whole movie because it just came out of nowhere. And then, of course, yeah. like I was saying, the D. Wallace scene was just brutal. Like it was absolutely brutal. So it was I, brutal, I but I mean. It could have been worse. I mean, all he did, yeah, was just, True. you know, he snapped her neck back. But when you went back yeah. to the scene, when the cop was trying to call, there was blood everywhere. It's like, well, what did right. he do that we didn't see, you know? Obviously right. a lot, right. because look at the room around him. Right, right. Uh, Fred was saying, I read that John Carpenter's former wife, Adrian Barbeau, was supposed to be in the film. Yes, I think that was a, that was a deleted scene, too. I actually had an image of it um but um but i don't anymore but yes she she was in it and i think there was there was a lot of deleted scenes i think there was like like 11 deleted scenes 
you know, in the movie. Wow. And it was, yeah. And we actually have, um, there's a clip of the escape um, that's a little bit different. And hopefully I'll, I'll upload that maybe by tomorrow. But it gives a little bit of a different flavor, you know, um, some interesting stuff. Now, what I want to do right now is I'm just going to play, it's just a quick, like, 50 seconds, um, just a side-by-side of the chases um, with both lorries. Um, they're not, you know, totally synced up because Rob, you know, did some things a little bit differently than John did and so forth. But I'm just going to play that and we'll have us just come, you know, just any type of comments we want to have on it. Um, it's only about 50 seconds, but it's interesting to see them kind of, you know, side-by-side, side, at least to me it is. So let's, let's take a look at this real quick and just uh, throw out any comments that we have. Now, one thing that, that was interesting to me is when Rob was was filming, you could see the camera doing a lot of shaking, you, you know, and that was, sometimes it was jarring to me. What did you think of that, Coriander? Yeah, you know, like we always say, we want to be able to see what's happening and not, you don't need all that shakiness, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, so, um, yeah. I didn't think this it was, was necessary. This, yeah, I mean, this seems a little bit differently because obviously Jamie Lee Curtis goes and asks for help at one of the neighbors, which makes sense. I, I probably would have done that too, thinking, hey, call the cops or whatever. Um, right. Whereas in Rob's yeah. version, she just goes back to her house, which, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, obviously you're you're being, you know, stalked and attacked, so you, you're not thinking straight anyways. But what do you think, Kill? Yeah, I mean, you know, she's not, you know, she's she's hysterical. She's she's wounded. She's panicked. So she's not really thinking straight. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, the shaky cam stuff, I, I will say also, just like Coriander, it is distracting and it's mm -hmm. used a little too much for my, my taste. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's like Rob Zombie's J.J. Uh, Abrams, you know, s solar flare, you know, sun flare. He, he just yeah. does it a lot. And, you know, and I know mm -hmm. it's being done for a reason, maybe to show right. just how unhinged Michael is in the world around him or something like that. But and I, right. I want to be able, I want to be able to see the stuff. I want to be able to see it well. Yeah. Well, the thing the thing that I found is and, and if I, I could be mistaken, but like when he escaped out of Smith's Grove, it didn't seem like there was as much shaky cam in those violent scenes. Scenes. It kind of happened once he was in Haddonfield, and I was kind of like, I wonder why it was changed like that. Maybe because he wanted to up the ante a little bit in the in the uh, scene for violence and energy and so forth. But it kind of, you know, it's hard to see what's going on. And to me, I think it takes a little bit of the tension away. It's bombastic for sure. Right. But when you see these two scenes. And again, I like both movies, um, but when you see these two scenes where the original is drawing out the tension of the chase, so to me, it's almost like, oh, you got to get away, you got to get away. Whereas with uh, the 07, a lot of things are happening all at once. It's a lot of energy to it. So I guess maybe it might just maybe depend on how the person is feeling, you know, when they're watching it, you know. I mean, it's obviously yeah. personal preference anyways, you know. Um, let me just check the chat here and see what we got here. Um, Eric was talking about she's in the outtakes with McDowell. Hilarious outtakes if no one's seen them. I think he was talking about Adrian Barbeau. Uh, Tristan saying, in my opinion, Michael doesn't need to be physically imposing. He's just evil. I agree with Killian, though. A remake needs to be different in some ways. Otherwise, why do a remake? 
That's true enough. I mean, you're really caught between a rock and a hard place because you've got to do something different to 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 make it somewhat fresh, but you also don't want to alienate the fans of that property. So it's it's always a fine line. It's really really a fine line. Um, Strange Monkey saying the theatrical escape scene was a lot better than the director's cut version. That was Rob Zombie's going full Rob Zombie. Never go full Rob Zombie. <laughs> That's a good point, man. Stephen <laughs> saying Rob Zombie's Blair Witch Halloween. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I like that. All right, but um, the other part too. Let's talk about the finale. Um, you know, basically him and Laurie. Now, obviously, in this movie. He kidnaps Lori. He's trying to reach out to her, reconnect with her. He shows her the picture, and he's not really trying to kill her at this point, which kind of went back and forth, you know. And, and like Coriander was saying, that scene went on. To me, it went on a little too long because it's like, well, are you going to hug her or are you going to kill her? You know what I'm saying? So,、um, Coriander, what did you think of how that played out? Yeah, <clears throat> it 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 was interesting because. You know, it shows that he had a bond with her that was、right. somewhat special because he's not just trying to kill her. You know, he's put the knife down. He knelt down.、Right. Like you said,、mm-hmm. it's like, did he want a hug? What did what what was this? So、right. I thought that yeah, that was interesting. And yeah, once she decided to go for that knife and stab him, that was it. Game on. It's almost like. If she would have hugged him, maybe they could have walked out holding hands. But <laughs> when she went and tried to stab him, I mean, there you go. What about you, Kill? Yeah, just like Coriander said, like he's trying to communicate with her. I mean, he shows that picture of、yeah. him and her, you know, and when they were younger, and she's not really hearing any of that. She just keeps eyeing that knife. And you know, as a moviegoer, you know, part of me is like, yeah, yeah, do it, do it. You know, don't、right. be no punk, do it. Then another part of me is like, yeah, you may not want to do that because he just needs a hug right now. And if you <laughs> stab stab him in the neck, then you're gonna t- you're gonna be a rotisserie in a second because he's gonna carve、right. you up.、Uh, right. But but it was really interesting. I remember seeing this scene the first time that I watched this movie, and, you know, not knowing what she was gonna do. Or you know what the outcome was going to be,、um, but yeah, I mean she she did what、uh, the better part of me wanted her to do. You know the, the survival instincts kicked in,、right. and and then it's onto the races, man. <laughs> and I was just about to say, it's funny you say onto the races because Michael does something he had never done in this franchise, and as far as I know, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, but he ran. It's that scene where she has the gun in front of the window. And Michael Audrey Myers runs <laughs> at Laurie Strode. He sprints. He sprinted. He Carl Lewised her, and they go right out the window. And I'm thinking, what? Why did he do that? I mean, it it, it, it cut. Now, obviously, action-wise and violence-wise and and shock value-wise, yes, it it's like wow, holy shit. You know what I'm saying? But story-wise, it didn't. It didn't make sense to me because it's like, if he was going to spare her, that was silly to do. If he was trying to kill her, he could have done it much differently because he dropped that、uh, four by four, you know, that he used to hit up in the ceiling. So if he wanted to kill her, just swing it at her, you know, try to get her before she shoots the gun or something. I don't know. What did you think of that scene,、uh, Coriander? 
<laughs> like we both said, yeah, it's like, what? You know, what is this dude? He's running? It was crazy. And yeah, it, it, it I don't know. It wasn't really needed, you know? Right. You should have just smashed her head in and been done with it, you know? But yeah. no, yeah. he needed to, yeah, run at her and throw, throw themselves both out the window for some reason. What'd you think yeah. of the kill? Uh, I mean, I'm of two minds. <laughs> I, I like that Rob Zombie aggression. If you guys, you know, if I haven't addressed that enough in this review. Yeah. Yeah. But this is the shape. Michael Myers don't run. He never runs. There you he, go. Michael Myers barely walks. He just glides through the water like yeah. green and white. You know. Yeah. Hey, hey. He in the words, in the, in the, in the words of Buster Rhymes. Oh. oh God! God. <laughs> he's like Michael no. Myers. He's like a great white shark. All right. So <laughs> oh, look, and, and, and there he is. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it, man. Hey, you know, you know, I got you. You know, hey, I got hey. you. Trick or treat, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, only here at the Night Watch Zone, guys. No, yeah, no. Man, you gotta get ready. Okay, I'm gonna leave now, guys. <laughs> but no, 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 no. I, I digress. I digress. Did I did I need him showing that much aggression and running? No, I'm much. I, I like my Michael Myers, methodic, slow, terrorizing, and scaring their their right. prey more by just slowly right. walking towards them. Because right, that exactly. to me, that to me is a lot scary. You know, it's it, tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's like the guy who's getting ready for a fight and he's saying all this stuff like, "Oh, brother." I'm gonna hurt you bad, brother. I'm a, or you got that guy that's just like this, like. <laughs> like, don't mess with that guy. That guy is an anime protagonist or something, and he's gonna right. he's gonna mess you up. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you know, I, I like my Michael slow and methodic. So. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Let me. <laughs> I can't get over it. Uh, Eric was saying. Full on football tackle glory off that balcony. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you yes, did. Yes, yes. Uh, Tristan was saying, strangely, the camera work and feel of Rob Zombie's Lords of Salem is much closer to the original Halloween than this remake. That's a good point. I actually yeah. agree with you on that. Very good point, Tristan. Uh, Eric saying, I prefer the asylum stuff with young Michael over the stuff with Laurie and her friends wasn't really a fan of the way the girls came off and the chase scenes were way too long at times. I'm 50-50 here. That's exactly where I'm coming from. You know, that's where I'm coming from. Uh, Steven getting the kick out of Buster Rhymes. <laughs> uh, Courtney's in the chat saying, oh my God, it's Courtney. So glad to be on live first time. Welcome, welcome. Hey. Thank you for, thank you for stopping by. We appreciate it. Welcome, welcome. Uh, Strange Monkey saying, Buster's roundhouse kick is legendary. Yeah, it is, man. Oh, oh God. JML saying, Scout actually stabbed Tyler Maine with a real knife. I heard that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm. Uh, Steven saying, uh, Add it to my list of phrases you never want to hear in life in the words of Buster Rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> right? Absolutely, man. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it was. Like I said, I'm of two minds with a lot of this, and, and I've heard that from you, Kill, and you, Coriander, 
and you, Eric. I mean, the movie was a good movie. It's a good slasher movie. It's got a lot of violence and gore, and and a lot of energy to it. So it's good in that sense.、Um, so I can give it credit、uh, where credit is due.、Um, real quick, we got a couple fun facts we're gonna do. We're gonna throw these out at you guys、uh, real quick. And、uh, Coriander, I'll start off with you, and then we'll go to、uh, Kill reading them off.、Uh, let's start with number one. The tallest Michael. Tyler Maine is the tallest actor to portray Michael Myers at the height of six feet eight inches tall. All right. Okay. And here we go, Kill. Emma Stone connection. Yeah, she auditioned for the role of Laurie Strode. Aha!、Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right, nice. I didn't know that until tonight. I really didn't know that.、Uh, our third one is bow to the master. <laughs> Rob Zombie made a wise choice to inform John Carpenter about his thought of reinventing Halloween. Carpenter encouraged Zombie to make it his own, and at that point, Carpenter had given up on the franchise. Yeah. <laughs> Until 2018, baby. <laughs> right. He came back home. Our next one, Kill. A cod. Yeah, the movie's production was delayed due to the death of Mustafa Cod. A cod died of severe injuries as a result from the terrorist attacks at Jordan in 2005.、Mm, yeah, that was that was tragic, man. I remember hearing about yeah. that. Yeah. That's crazy. Absolutely.、Uh, the other sequel idea. Before deciding to go with Rob Zombie's version, the studio was about to greenlight Halloween: The Missing Years, which would have been a prequel set within Michael's early days at the asylum.、Mm. Okay. Interesting.、Right. Uh, we got a couple more left. Here we go, Kill. Miserable Zombie. Rob Zombie revealed making Halloween with the Weinstein's was a miserable experience for him, and the second、mm. film was worse.、Mm. Wow.、Um, and actually, let me just say something before I, I, read, I read this. He did、uh, an episode. Well, I think it was with the Joe Rogan podcast, and he talked a little bit about this because, you know. The studio executives wanted things to be done a certain way. He wanted to do things a certain way, and there was a lot of this back and forth. So I think that was a big part of what made it a miserable experience for him. But it was an interesting、uh, podcast episode, and I, and, and I believe it was I don't know maybe two years ago he did that with Joe Rogan.、Um, the next fun fact: Loomis, not <laughs> Malcolm McDowell has never seen the original Halloween. All right, all right,、um, okay. and and yeah, exactly. And that that was a.、Uh, did we have one more coriander? I think that was the last one, right? That was it. Yeah, please. Okay, for me. yeah, that was the last one. Yeah,、uh, real quick too in the chat to catch up as we、uh, finish up here.、Um, ben was saying should have cast Busta as Joe Grizzly. <laughs>、oh, that <laughs> that would have ruined. Oh my God, that would have sucked. Ken, man. Ken, Ken, Ken was so good as Joe Grizzly, though. I loved him in that. What, Kill? Did you love that scene? Because I loved that scene so much. Seeing、uh, look, Ken, good. As soon as he pulled in with that big rig, and you know, he <laughs> he he stepped out, adjusted his belt, 
and was just yes. the la- loudest person in that entire station. Hey, yeah. <laughs> now y'all do do good on this. Yeah. <laughs> Hook me up. Yeah. He was good. And looking in the mirror at himself, thinking he's yeah. so fine. Oh, I mean, oh come yeah, on. he he's he finer than he in his mind. He is finer <laughs> than wine. And when he yeah. goes into the, the restroom, I, I just want to do just one last one. He sees yeah. the, the dirty, muddy feet of Michael right there, and he's like, right. um, "I'm gonna be in here a while." I just had me a taco platter. And he's talking uh, back at me. He's talking back <laughs> at me, brother. This you gonna have to you gonna have to wait a little bit. <laughs> and then you he's like, that. "Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go, no, do it, do no, it." It was just funny, man. He's like, "What we have here is a failure to communicate." You just hold on there, Daisy. I got something for you. And he pulls out the knife. I'm like, "Yeah," you know. Joe Grizzly. Great scene. Eric was saying, Ben, no. Love you, buddy, but no. So no Busta is Joe Grizzly for Eric. (laughs) (laughs) Triv saying, would more Busta Roundhouse kicks have made this better? (laughs) No. Oh, my God. Ben is saying, definitely. That's too funny. And Strange Monkey is saying, yes. You guys are crazy, man. Eric is saying Carpenter never gave up 100% on the franchise as long as those checks from the Akkads cleared. That's right, man. <laughs> and he, re- he really, him and Mustafa really had, you know, they just butted heads for a long time. And I kind of get it because Carpenter didn't get the royalty checks over over a lot of those years or not as much as he should have. And, and I can understand that if you start something that becomes, you know, that famous and it's like, you got to give credit to the originator, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, ben was saying, I agree, Coriander. The second film was worse. <laughs> Jake saying, I really don't see Emma Stone as playing Laurie. She's more of a comedic actress, not really a scream queen. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Eric saying, them Joe Grizzly mutton chops. Love them. That's right. Right? Yeah, right. you do. Um, what, This is the last question I want to ask, and then we're pretty much done here, guys. But obviously, Rob Zombie employed the sibling... Um, connection um, which you know made this movie have to do things a little bit differently you know because again at the end of the movie he's trying to connect with Laurie but he's also stalking her and then you know kill or, or stalk kill or stalk whatever you know do you think that that was a good thing for this movie or a bad thing versus how the 2018 movie followed John Carpenter's wish to, to not have them as siblings what do you think kill uh I, I I personally prefer the non-sibling arc yes. just because you don't always need some sort of tie connection exactly you don't you don't always need the connection or the through right. line for the evil how about just crazy hey I'm crazy right Jamie Lee Curtis is attractive I want to kill her right you know how about that you know I just I I, I hate when we always feel we have to connect things you know it's, it, right. there has to be a reason for this 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 violence no he's right. evil he's dark he's t- haven't we listened to loomis enough i know he's, right? he's, hey, he's, he's evil. Evil. six movies <laughs> there's there's nothing there he's pure evil hey look <laughs> yeah. man can i say something and, and we're getting near to the end of our franchise coverage and first of all i want to say kill and coriander this has been a lot of fun um you know yeah, and, and hopefully our viewers have, and it seems like our viewers have enjoyed it but you know 
a lot of times with editing or whatever, I'll be watching or rewatch the old episodes. And it's been fun talking about these movies. But on, on the point of Loomis, and I've been fortunate enough to get some nice clips and some nice audio. You know, the first six movies, aside from Season of the Witch, I, I tried to always get some Loomis clips. Donald Pleasance, I just want to give Donald Pleasance some credit one more time, the late grade. I mean, he just gave, he just, he just gave it that extra oomph, you he know what I mean? He made the series, yeah. yes. He and, made and, him yes. and Michael, yeah, and Jamie, yes. 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 yes, I just I just wanted to say that again, you know, and like you said, Kill, he, he he's the greatest hype man of all time. I mean, shout out to Richard Crenna yeah. too, but but Donald. That's <laughs> like yeah, yes. Uh, ben was saying siblings worked in this one because of the earlier backstory. Yes, absolutely, right. yes. And and again, I think that they had to do something like this to be different. They had to make, they had to you know uh, create distance uh, from resurrection. And this was probably the best way that they could have done it. So like I said, yeah. this movie is a good movie. It, it, it is. Uh, Eric saying, never cared for the sibling connection, original series or remake. Same with Michael being Jamie Lloyd's uncle. Yes, and that was the trap. That was, you know, yeah, he had to yeah. stay in that lane of, of family connection, you know? Uh, right. Ben saying, wish they had been able to control Michael with the rune stones in this one. <laughs> no, 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 Ben, what are you doing? No. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> No, I love you, no, Ben. But no, Thorne, just man. just say no to Thorn. No, <laughs> right? Erickson, maybe in Halloween ends, Ben. Runestones for life. Yeah, hashtag Runestones for life. All right, guys. Anyways, that's about all we got for Rob Zombie's Halloween. Um, you know, some things that worked really, really well. Some things that were kind of like, eh, you know. But again, coming after Resurrection, I do think that they were kind of. Between a rock and a hard place, they had to do something different, and they had to make it work. But they also want to pay respect to the original movies, so um, I think he did pretty good. I, the only thing I will say, one one more thing, I know I keep saying this, but if he had just toned down what you said, uh, killed the Rob Zombie isms a little bit in that first half, the first half would have been 100% stellar for me. You know, just toned down yeah. a little bit of the, you know. The, the zombie you know isn't... he didn't even have to go that route he could have he did made michael grow up in a happy family you know and he just fucking turned psycho that would have been even scarier than the typical yeah. he's gonna be abused and all this yeah. other shit so, yeah. because again because again sherry moon zombie i think the scenes when she was visiting in the institution and when she was at home all depressed and everything i think that might have been some of the best acting i've ever seen her do yeah, yeah. I could be wrong, yeah. but I think she was very effective. I felt her character. I felt her pain. I felt bad for her. I understood what was going on. She did a great job in those acting scenes, and there was not an f bomb every four every four words. You know, there was no. You know what I'm saying? So I think yeah. if he just lightened that up a little bit, that first half, I think it would have been even better. But you know, it is what it is. You know, no no big deal. Um, Steven saying, uh, or actually Ben saying, William Forsyth should have been less broken up over there. Yeah, right? <laughs> True enough. Steven saying, peace, everyone. Catch you on the next trip out, Night Killian and Coriander. Catch you later, man. Take right. it easy. Night. Eric, Eric saying, can't wait until next week. Raises the torch, because Eric is the champion of the people. Highly recommend you watch the director's cut if available. Much better than the theatrical. There is truth to that, Eric. I, I can agree with you on that. 
Uh, let's see. We got Jay in the chat. Sorry, this movie was Jerry Springer's Hollywood Halloween. Plus, stop putting that wife who can't act in every movie. Oh. <laughs> <Well, Aww. laughs> welcome to the chat, Jay. Nice to have you. <laughs> I do agree, man. You got to change things up a little bit, but you know it is what it is. What are you gonna do? All right, guys. We will catch you later. Please give the video a like. That helps support the channel. We'd really appreciate it. We're coming up on our year anniversary, so we're happy to have you guys uh, join in with us next week. We're talking about Halloween 2, uh, and as Kill likes to talk about the, the white horses and stuff like that, oh, so that'll boy, be fun. Right? <laughs> please, please leave us a comment as well. Let us know what you think about Rob Zombie's Halloween. What did you like about it? What, what didn't hit home for you? What do you think of it compared to the original? Um, please let us know in the comment section, and we'll talk to you guys later. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, you are the Night Watch. Peace. Peace. Catch it.